podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ready? Play. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good lunchtime, as it is in Central Europe, where Mario, who is in Southern Italy, is based. Mario, actually, just one thing. Napoli, things are going very well. Yeah, yeah, we're doing so well. Uh, even if uh, I have to admit that we are doing very, very well, because uh, it's an historical uh, what we are doing, but other teams are doing so-so in in the championship so it's um, it's a balance between the two things <laughs> it's a yeah, bit like in tennis when it's sometimes difficult to know are you playing well or is your opponent playing bad yeah, it's basically the same when when the score is lopsided in tennis and, and also when we have some so many points uh, between first and second third place uh, it's also various reasons Indeed, yeah, we're doing well. We are doing <laughs> various. You know, we, say, we say when we're a supporter, we feel a part of the club. So we say we. It's 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 normal. Um, listen, uh, are you a supporter of Daniel Medvedev, Mario? Because he's going through a very unusual twelve months, and maybe yesterday was another example of that. He won, by the way. So before people start panicking, thinking he lost. But the result um, and the performance, you know, the first set, I think there were 10 breaks of serve in the first 12 games or something like this. Uh, not sure about this number, but I know that 13 breaks out of 26 games in the okay. total match. Um, because also in the third set, uh, we had a lot of breaks. Um I mean, the score is 4-6-6-2-6-2. So the same between second and third set. But I would I would say that um, Medvedev played good tennis in the second set yesterday, um, which of course was important because then he, he had an, uh, a psychological advantage in the third set when his level dropped again a little bit after, uh, after that he went up a three love. So... Um, well, I have to say that, uh, yeah, in, sometimes you also need to to win despite playing bad tennis, especially if uh, you are in a uh, in, not in a great period uh, from a um, technical, tactical, uh, psychological point of view. Um, so it's I think that of course winning is the most important thing. Um, but yeah, I I agree because um, he's. I just think that he he's being too passive uh, um, with his tennis when things are uh, are not going well. Um, sometimes you need to do the opposite thing, um, like that. If you um, if you are not feeling so well. Um, Probably it's um, in these moments that you you need the most uh, to stay more aggressive, closer to the baseline, uh, because you need also to gain confidence uh, um, from from making some winners or something like that. Um, while probably a, a more defensive uh, um, tactic can work, but probably you have to be uh, to have your confidence higher. 
um, to make the um, this kind of game plan work. Um, yeah, I think that's the most important thing is that he won because um, sometimes he he has lost these kind of matches with the ups and downs. Uh, um, so um, yeah, that's that's the good sign for Yesnate. But of course, uh, we need to um, we need to watch uh, to watch him getting better in this week if he wants to to do something big. We also I was saying yesterday uh, that I was looking forward to see to watch uh, Ojeda Yasim against Sonego, and Ojeda Yasim played a fantastic match. Um, I would I would not even say that Sonego played a bad a bad match except for two games. Something was not so um in general Felix played uh, played great tennis. They can meet in quarterfinals if they both won another match. So of course um Medvedev needs to uh, to produce better tennis if Ojeda Yasim stays in this way which is not is not mandatory he can, his level can drop too but uh, for what we saw we saw yesterday he he's in better place uh, but i repeat that um of course winning is the most important thing and sometimes can make you feel better even if you um, haven't played so so well Couple of other names we can see there on the screen. Hubi Hercatch winning uh, quite dramatically, right? Yeah, it was a dramatic match uh, because um, I would say that in the first set, Bautista Gut was playing better, um, at least in terms of level, because Hercatch uh, really had more chances. To be honest, even in that first set, but um, it was a, a a great match, and then um, Urkac had uh, a big, big chance in the tiebreak in the second set. He had some match points. He he was uh, um, he was up in the score, and he yeah he wasted a little bit. Uh, even if, of course, credits to to Bautista Good because uh, you you always have to beat him not once not twice but three four times when you play against him so um, i i won't be so harsh on on urkac to to not having closed the, that second set um yeah i i think that the the good thing is that uh, it he was it was a, a good match against probably the most dangerous opponent among the unseeded or senior two but um, uh, one of the two three most dangerous opponents. So um, not even so lucky, Urkac, considering he was uh, he was seeded in the draw. Um, but yeah, he's been solid in the in the deciding tiebreak, and that's the of course the the thing that matters the most because uh, in the second set he still had the chance to to then play play a third set. So credit also to to Bautista Gut because he he was able. Um, when uh, when one point away from losing to to step up a little bit his level and to uh, to make Urkac feeling a little bit insecure uh, because uh, that's also the reason why uh, someone can feel some insecurity and not being able to uh, to close a match at his first or second chance 
and Zverev is also through. So it feels a bit like 2019, 2020. Um, even Dominic Team won yesterday in, in Buenos Aires. So a hats off to him. But we've got Zverev and Team and Medvedev uh, sort of winning when the big three are not there. Of course, one of them. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, but listen, I do want to um, move on from Rotterdam because I've only yeah. got 20 minutes in total today. And I want to talk about a match that occurred in Delray Beach. And I'm going to I'm gonna guess you're going to know which one. Yeah. Uh, it's at the world number 783, 84. was it? 84. 84, us, yeah. Tell us about that, Mario. Yeah. Um, Pekotic, uh, who works... He's a full-time worker in in finance. He's a um, a manager of uh, of capital investment, or something like like that. Um, and so it's uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty curious because um, we shouldn't forget that Q because he already won two matches in qualifying, yeah. and it's it's important to say because it's not. Um, it's not just one one win out of nowhere, uh, but then he beat uh, a good Jack Sock because we saw him in a better physical shape and playing good tennis last week in Dallas. And after having lost the first set, um, yeah, he 33 years old, first main draw win of the career. Um, yeah, and it's it's strange because he was out of the qualis. Or the entry list, but then he he, he get he, he got there as an alternate and I don't know if it's my internet or Mario's, but I can just finish off what Mario was saying. Ah, okay, okay, now I I'm back. I'm <laughs> okay. Um no, uh, yeah, so it, it was a fantastic story because um yeah there are a lot of people uh, a lot of people can relate also to this story because i know that a lot of people uh, sometimes uh, for various reasons uh, uh choose the work and choose to to keep studying and to and to not flying all over the, the world and to playing near uh, near the home near home because he lives in in florida um and so yeah it's it's a good story because um there's always hope uh for everyone <laughs> of course of course not for everyone because you you need to to play good tennis also but um for all for all these people who i i wouldn't say stopped chasing the dream because he was playing even if not on the big stages and not uh, not traveling so much but uh, um it was great also because his boss was in was sitting his uh, in ah, his box i saw them go on the camera and i wondered who that was maybe that was the boss they were showing uh, exactly the, um, he was the boss and that <laughs> that of course is he's keep giving him some days off <laughs> because he's keep winning um it should have been something like just for the weekend but then suddenly uh, we are on uh, wednesday and he's still in the draw <laughs> so 
Indeed, indeed. So yes, um, I'm sure he'll get a few um, ranking points so he can go up from 784. When when you first hear, or when I first heard the story, because I didn't watch the match, but when I first heard the story, it's like, oh, wow, 784 in the world beats Jack Sock. And my first thing thought was, how old is this young kid? You know, <laughs> is this going to be when, when, when we sort of, you know, we hear of, uh, you know, uh, okay, yeah, it usually it, happens. Then the exactly. ranking is low, but the quality is very high because they, they're young and they try to, to raise the level. Yeah, uh, I, I know the feeling because sometimes it happens also to me when I sometimes mm, don't know a name and try to, to inform. And yeah, and then, yeah, we saw that uh, he turned pro 10 years ago. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, maybe maybe he's going to have a good year. Maybe he's going to focus uh, on the tennis. And who knows, we may see him shooting up the rankings. We've got Brian, by the way. He's in Delray Beach this week. And uh, he told me the match point was epic. Uh, and also we'll be having Brian on to do a, a, a bit of a review of that tournament later in the week. Uh, before we go... Uh, we've had some women's action. I saw one of the points of the year already, if not the point of the year, involving Quinyin Zheng. Unbelievable. She lost, though, to Maria Sakari in what was a really tight match. And I thought, here we go. Sakari's going to, you know, fail in a, in a big three-set match. But she won that, so she's through. Uh, any other um, WTA results that stood out for you? Yeah, I would say, first of all, uh, as regards Sakari, a very important win because it was not easy, uh, not easy. And not uh, also before the match, uh, it was expected to be to be difficult. So um, it was a great, uh, great performance. Yeah, he had a moment of down in the second set, but overall, she played, um, I would say, a solid match also because he, he went serving for it and, and held that love. So um, I would say that it's, it's in a quite solid performance and a good, a good start of, of a very packed event. And we have some great matches today. Uh, Azarenka Bencic is, uh, is starting, for example. We have uh, uh, Ostapenko, um, Ostapenko Pegula. If I'm not yep. uh, not wrong, or the Collins Fiontek. So it's, oh yeah, Collins Fiontek. Yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic day of tennis in the women's side. Yes, they Kvitova won, but they they all are playing today again. Um, their uh, round of sixteen match. Indeed, uh, some of these have you as you said have just begun already, and we've already got um, as I say some of them begun, and uh, they're all pretty much on serve. Any, it looks like three matches but yeah they are all underway as we speak we're a little bit later today than initially planned but that's fine that is tennis and that's how it goes listen Kenin final thing great, I want to think about great match Sofia yeah. Kenin yeah um, I know yes a w wonderful win that she had uh, I agree and um, yeah, I mean Samsova is not the most consistent WTA player but still uh, losing only four games against a player like Samsonova it's, it's not a joke so um, great win and so I'm I'm interested to see probably it's very interesting to to see this Kenin against Kudermetova match um, I just want to finish with Carlos Alcaraz, who is in action this evening, as it is here in European time. Uh, he's back in action in Buenos Aires. What can we? He's going to be playing Les Logères. In fact, I think I see it's scheduled for about midnight uh, Central European time, eleven PM GMT. What can we expect from Carlos this week? I'm expecting 
some nice tennis, probably not uh, unbelievable tennis, but some nice tennis. I think that um, it's a good tournament to, to start because uh, the level is not like 1000 event, but it's not very low because we, we have some, some good players that if they can make, for example, semi-final, I mean, I'm thinking, for example, yesterday didn't play a great match, but uh, I'm, for example, imagining uh, Francisco Serundolo gets into the semifinals, so his confidence gets high. Um, playing against him in Argentina on clay, it's, it's a nice test after um, in the week you're starting back from, from an injury. So I think that um, it's a good event to, to start. Of course, he can play a big final against someone like Nori or Musetti, which are dangerous players who, who beat him last year, for example. Um, both did it. Um, so I... But I'm expecting uh, uh, some nice tennis because I think that... Um, I know he can play everywhere and he's already proven that. But I think that probably when uh, it's like Dominic team, that when the confidence is not super high, Clay is um, it's something that can make him feel feel good uh, with his um, physical state and with his. Uh, and of course, it's also great physical preparation. Because clay demands you a lot physically, so it's also a very good preparation in thinking also about the Masters 1000 that are coming in Indian Wells, Miami, even if on hard court. But um, so yeah, I I can agree with his decision to to play this this swing also because he he likes to do that, and so why not <laughs> why not doing yeah. uh, because we have also he has to defend the title in Rio. Um, I'm expecting a, a good level, um, to be honest. Of course, he's not playing Djokovic or Tsitsipas uh, in this tournament, so uh, probably even 80%, 70% can be can be okay. Uh, but I'm expecting that 70%, to be honest. Yep. Uh, he's, of course, has dropped... Probably not two. tonight. Probably not tonight. But no. as the tournament uh, goes on, I think that today he shouldn't lose even if he's at 50%. Yeah, agreed. All right, Mario, listen, that's been a comprehensive roundup of the last sort of 24 hours or so in tennis. I'm sure we missed a few bits and pieces out, but it's quite difficult when we only have 20 minutes to do so. I just left the the eight, the, the rankings there on the screen on both sides of the dwarves. Of course, Igor is, is on both sides of the tour. Igor, of course, is, is a long way ahead of Sabalenka. Sabalenka's not in action at the moment, um, but uh, she'll be returning soon. Uh, Alcaraz, even with a win in Buenos Aires, I don't think he can uh, replace Djokovic at the top of the rankings. And of course, he's got those points to defend in uh, Rio, as you said. So Djokovic will be at the top of the rankings until at least March, I think. Yeah, at least uh, two other weeks. Yeah. So exactly. we are three three seventy six, at least till three seventy eight. Yeah, taking um, past talking about the record because uh, some people are talking about that today. And it's also good. It's also right because uh, if it's a record, it's right to to mention it. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's a pretty good tennis player, Mario. I think we can agree on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I want to see more in the future, but yeah, yeah yes, uh, let's see, really let's see where he is in in ten years. Um, listen, Mario, big thank you to you uh, for stopping by today, thank also you. to our audience as well. For those of you tuning in retrospectively, get in the comments below. Let us know what you think about the last twenty four hours in tennis. I've got to bring this show to a close because I'm going to be interviewing uh, Liam Brody in a few minutes. Uh, so we'll be chatting to him about uh, his year so far, Australian Open qualifiers, of course, but also winning uh, his first Challenger Tour event since 2021. So I'll be speaking to him very soon. Thanks very much, Mario. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. And we'll speak to you all very, very soon. If you enjoyed this video, Make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis. Podcast Network.